Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Nabu Ubomi Amen. 20 minutes after 5 is your time this morning, my family, as we welcome you here on Let's Praise Him. We are praising the Lord. We are praying and worshiping before the Lord this morning. In case you've just joined us, it's Radio Pulpit 657 AM. We are going to be reading together, my family, from the book of John, chapter 3. Uh, this morning, uh, we are going to be looking again at the story of Nicodemus. It's the very first Sunday um, of February the 7th. In case you've not been counting, uh, we are now into the second month, believe it or not, of this new and really weird year, but blessed year, abounding year, um, a year that is abounding in love, my family. Um, 7th of February, um, it's, it's a significant day. If you believe in uh, biblical numero- numerology, um, it is indeed a significant day, the seventh day um, of the second month um, in a uh, new year. And so this morning we are looking, my family, at the book of uh, John chapter 3 and we are going to read uh, from verse 1 all the way to verse 8 we are speaking on the foundation of a conviction um, that we, the church, is called. You know, um, it's time for the church, especially Christians, you know, to be an example in the earth, to be an example of good works. We need to explode in good works we need to be able to display the glory and the will of God in doing good works good works do not come from our own strength they do not come from our own ideas they are inspired by the Lord himself they are inspired of the Holy Spirit so we do not just perform good works out of our ability but good works come from a place of a surrendered will of a surrendered ambition of a surrendered life that continues to die daily, take up its cross and to follow Christ. So the good works that we are looking at are not the kind of good works that you and I would be would, would you know, it's not the kind of good works that are prescribed according to the standard of the world. It is the kind of good works that sets the church as the highest mountain above every other mountain. The kind of good works that makes us the salt of the earth. The kind of good works that makes us to be a city upon a hill that cannot be hidden. A light to the world. The kind of good works that defies every logic, that supersedes every intellect. The kind of good works that comes from a place of wisdom because we are in constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit who is able to reveal the mind of the Father to us, who is able to help us, to to, to use us as conduits to bring solutions, to bring not just solutions that are going to sort out the now, but solutions that are going to speak to the future, to help us, to be marketplace priests and to know how to legislate at the gate. The Bible tells us that those who legislate at the gate shall possess the city. And so we want our, our, our church and our generation and the Christians in every corner of daily living to be producers of good works. And so we are reading to get together today from the book of John. From that perspective, my family, we are not just reading, you know, uh, it's, it's, I mean, the word of God is alive and active. The word of God is exactly what we need is a light before our path, um, a, a light before our feet and, and a lamp before our path. So we need to, there's no time when it is a waste of time to read the word of God. But today we are looking specifically so we can understand what is required of a Christian, what is required of a child of God in order for me to be a solution in my space 
place where God has, has planted me in the workspace, where God has planted me in the family, where God has pl- what is required, what do I need to do? What is it that we need to understand even further? What revelation is available for us by the grace of God and by the working of the Holy Spirit? What revelation is available? What can I get from the mouth of God today so that I can be a, 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 a bearer of good news, so that I can be a bearer of fruit even in my old age? That every season that comes, there will be fruit that is accounted for through my life uh, that is hidden and that is uh, that is hidden in Christ Jesus that has died together with Christ, that has been resurrected together with Christ. So we read today there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak to Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. Now this is somebody, I just want to stop there. So we need to understand Nicodemus was somebody that was completely learned. In fact, in order to be a Pharisee, you need to know the law back to front. You need to understand it. You need to have applied it. And more than that, Nicodemus was not just any Pharisee, but he sat in the Sanhedrin. Ah, uh, oh, that word. But it was the council of Jewish leaders. It, 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 it was like a great council that sat at the time. So he was a member of the great council. So he was quite a distinguished member of society. And now he comes and he's asking Jesus, but how did I mean, what do you mean? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Let me just talk about the womb, my family. You see, a womb is that place where a, where a seed is entrusted. A womb is a place where a seed is entrusted. It is impossible for a womb to take grown fruit because umsebenzi of a womb is to cause the seed to burst forth and become the fruit. So when the fruit has already become the fruit, it means that the womb can no longer be able to contain it because the womb causes the seed to become fruit and after that the fruit has to birth forth and become its own entity and become its own person and become its own fruit. So once that has happened, the womb is not able to take back and replenish that. But what the womb can do is take something that has been re uh, something that has been uh, redesigned. So, for example, let me make an example. When you eat an avocado, and an avocado has that thing inside of it, um, what is it called, Ganana, in English? Um, uh, 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 it, let's call it a seed. So, it's got a seed. When you take the seed from an avocado fruit or avocado vegetable, when you take that seed and you replant it in the earth, it's going to raise up another the avocado tree. That is the work of a womb. So, how can an old man go back to their mother's womb? Um, 
and be born again and Jesus replied I assure you no one can enter the kingdom of God you see the kingdom of God is this womb my family that needs for us to be born again so when we are born we are we are born as seeds that have now become an entity and once this entity is fully occupied is fully um, um, occupational this entity is able to enter the kingdom of God this is the womb that is able to raise us, to hone us, to give us an identity, to cause us to produce works of righteousness, to cause us to walk in the spirit, to cause us to, 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 to produce fruits of the spirit, to produce works of the power of the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is able to set a seal to you and I so that we we will be able to do the things that look like the kingdom, to be ambassadors, to represent the kingdom in all its fullness. No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. Human can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Now we know in the Bible that the Bible tells us that those who walk according to the flesh, they shall produce the fruits of the flesh. And the fruits of the flesh, they are evident. They are listed in Galatians chapter 5. It is lust, debauchery, uh, drunkenness, um, uh, 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 um, strife. There's a, there's a list of them. Um, Galatians chapter 5, my family, verse 10. There's a list of them. That is, In fact, let me just read it quickly. So, the desires of our sinful nature are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, so- sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. So, when you and I see any of this fruit in our lives, it means that we have taken ourselves out of the equation where the Holy Spirit is able to work a work in us, where the Holy Spirit is able to do a good work in us, then it means we know that when we begin producing the fruits of the flesh, it means we are in the flesh. But when we are in the Spirit, the Bible tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is also obvious. It is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So here's where it, it, it the, the crux of the matter is that we cannot enter the kingdom of God unless we are born of the spirit unless we have had the seal of the mark of the working of the Holy Spirit the 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 the, 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 the birthing of the Holy Spirit the spirit by which we are able to be called the sons of God because the Bible says they they are led by the spirit they shall be called the sons of God and you see when we are when we operate from a place of sonship we are able to cry out Abba Father even when our flesh wants to take over we are able to cry out Abba Father to cry to the Father of light in whom there is no change nor falter because every good and perfect gift it comes from him we are able to cry out for help we are able to cry out when we are in need we are able to cry out when we have no solution we are able to cry out for everything that we need as those that are called the sons of God. That is the importance of being born in the Spirit because when we are led by the Spirit, we then can be called the sons of God. And then the washing of the water. The water in the Word of God is the Word of God. There is a washing that needs to happen in our lives, my family. So here's the beautiful thing about the washing. You see, the washing does... Water 
it does not wash something that is deformed. It does not wash something. It, it, it washes something that is dirty. It washes something that has an element of cleanliness in it but is covered by dirt so we need to understand that the dirt that the word washes is not enrooted in a child of God it is all the dirt that we collect when we are not walking in the spirit and so this morning if we are truly truly to produce works of righteousness if we are truly truly to become a light of the earth the Bible tells us we have got to be committed to the washing of the word there's something very powerful about the word about the water that i have learned just recently that water is able to purify water yes there are sophisticated scientific systems of purifying water but water is able to purify itself all that needs to happen in order for water to purify itself is that water needs to flow so when the word of god flows in your life and in my life with the working of the holy spirit my family we become a new creation then the old cover that is dirty is gone and the new is able to arise now this new man is able to present Christ to the world this new man is able to reproduce the fruits of the kingdom this new man is able to stand in the authority of Christ to call forth those things that are not as though they were this new man is able now to heal the sick and to speak a word and it shall be done this new man is able to stand in places of authority in government and to speak prophetically to declare at the city gates that when there is war coming the gates will shut and to spew out that war so we want to speak into the womb of this new month that the church of God will rise up like the new man will rise up like the new man that is able to stand in the kingdom of God this new man that the Bible tells us about in the book of John chapter 3 that it is like a wind you know where it's coming from but you don't know where it's going because it is the wind of the spirit that blows in the direction according to the will and the symphony wind of the father so this is the new man that we want to embrace today this is the new men that we want to plead God for so that whatever fruit we produce we know that there are two characteristics of that fruit number one it is fruit that will last and number two it is fruit that will give God the glory you see you and I my family are able to produce just about any kind of fruit because we have been given within us the ability to conceive to bear and to give birth but it is not any kind of fruit that gives God the glory it is not any kind of fruit that is able to last when we come back i want us to look at the illustration of a of a a a life that is born of god and a life that is still continuing to bear fruit in itself and in the place of the flesh when we come back I'm having a bit of uh, what do you call it? Um, I'm having a bit of um, 
what do you call it, my family? I'm having a bit of spectacle trouble this morning. I don't know what's wrong with my spectacles. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, so let's just continue to worship the Lord uh, this morning and to give thanks to Him and to declare that He is indeed our God and that we shall serve no other God but Him as we continue to lay our lives down and to be cognizant that today is the first Sunday of a brand new month. And so we are speaking to the womb of the rest of this month and we are declaring that we are indeed sons of God, that we are led by the Spirit, that we are, we acknowledge that we are in this world, but not of this world, that we shall worship no other God, that in our time we understand that even when we are weak, that is when we are strong, because he who is at work in us continues to work in us, that we will will and to do according to his good will and purposes. And we, when, when the Holy Spirit continues to work in us, he will do exactly Exceedingly abundantly. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM.